Thanks for joining us for the special Mideast Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mideast Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. As the day of the Lord draws near, everything seems to be spinning out of control. But Pastor J.D. reminds us today that things are going exactly according to God's timetable. And he gives three reasons why these specific things are happening based in biblical prophecy. Rest assured that God is still on the throne. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's prophecy update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly prophecy update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's prophecy update as shared on May 23, 2021. He is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come like a thief. The heavens will disappear with a roar. The elements will be destroyed by fire, and the earth and everything done in it will be laid bare. Second Peter chapter 1, lastly. I want to read verses 19 through 21. And so we have the prophetic word confirmed. Some of your translations render it more sure word of prophecy. So we have the prophetic word confirmed, which you do well to heed as a light that shines in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts, knowing this first, and this is important, that no prophecy of Scripture is of any private interpretation. For prophecy never came by the will of man, but holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. Bible prophecy, the more sure word of Bible prophecy. Okay, this brings me to the answers we can be equipped with and give as to why what's happening in the world today is happening in the world today. If you'll kindly allow me to, we're going to go through three of them. Have you had people ask you about what's going on in the Middle East? Well, it's fulfilling Bible prophecy, the more sure word of prophecy, exactly as we were told in God's Word it would. So this is our first one that I want to equip you with. Even with this so-called ceasefire between Israel and Hamas, all nations, all nations will be, and even now are, beginning to be 
against Israel over Jerusalem. When someone asks you about what's going on in the Middle East, you don't have to be an expert. You surely don't have to be an Arab. In fact, it's probably better that you're not. (laughs) Just point them to Zechariah chapter 12, verses 1 through 3, and simply say that what we're seeing in the Middle East was prophesied in the Bible over 2,500 years ago. And what I found to be very helpful and have more of an impact when I do this is when you actually better use their Bible if they have one. If not, show them in your Bible. Show them. Turn to Zechariah 12 and show them in the Bible and read it for them in the Bible. This is what it says. The burden of the word of the Lord against Israel. Thus says the Lord, who stretches out the heavens, lays the foundation of the earth, and forms the spirit of man within him, behold, I will make Jerusalem a cup of drunkenness to all the surrounding peoples, when they lay siege against Judah and Jerusalem. And, verse 3, It shall happen in that day that I will make Jerusalem a very heavy stone for all peoples. All who would heave it away will surely be cut in pieces, though all nations of the earth are gathered against it. That's what's happening. This is all about Jerusalem. It is the intoxicating obsession of all of the nations on earth. This thing in Gaza, go to the West Bank, go to the Golan Heights, go to Syria, go to Lebanon, go to all of these places, and what you're going to find is Zechariah chapter 12, verses 1 through 3, because it's all about Jerusalem. This is the city that God chose out of all of the cities, out of all of the tribes of Israel to put His name on. His name of ownership is literally on this city, Jerusalem. And He declares through the prophet Zechariah that there's coming a day, that day is here, that day is now, when all of the world is going to be obsessed with the boundaries, these burdensome boundary stones, and they're going to seek to divide, cut, heave away, give away. And God says, "Uh, oh no, you don't. That's my city. You try to cut it in pieces. I will cut you in pieces. How about that? That's what this is all about. Whether it's Hamas or Hezbollah or all of the above, it is all about Jerusalem, laying claims to Jerusalem. 
which by the way, <laughs> you will not find even one time in the Qur'an, yet Muslims lay claim to Jerusalem as their third most holy site. It is not. For those who are interested, we did a deep dive into the deal of the century as it's known in our prophecy update on February 2nd of last year. But at the very least, you can provide an answer to those who are asking about what's happening in the Middle East by pointing them to Zechariah 12. It is in play in real time, beginning to come to pass exactly as we were told it would. Number two, even if there's another so-called economic recovery, the fact remains that a global financial collapse is now inevitable. If someone asks you about this, you can point them to Revelation chapter 6, beginning in verse 5. When the Lamb opened the third seal, I heard the third living creature say, Come. I looked, and there before me was a black horse. Its rider was holding a pair of scales in his hand, uh, a type of commerce, buying and selling and, and trade and business. Then I heard what sounded like a voice among the four living creatures saying, Two pounds of wheat for a day's wages, and six pounds of barley for a day's wages, and do not damage the oil and the wine. In other words, it's going to take an entire day's wages to just buy the basic necessities to make a loaf of bread. They have a word for it. It's called hyperinflation. You know how that works? You don't have to be a, an economist to figure this out. But when you start printing trillions with a T dollars, just out of thin air, and then just give them to people, and then start getting the people to become dependent upon them, so that when the time comes, they can just seamlessly transition to a universal basic income. And they're going to do that with a digital financial system, which we'll talk about more in just a moment. But very interesting, money will become worthless. For those of you students of history, you only need to go back to World War II with Germany. And there's a famous well-known picture of a wheelbarrow full of money. I mean, packed high. Do you know the wheelbarrow's worth more than the money that's in it? Money becomes worthless. And this is exactly what's going to happen. And we're not just talking about a particular part of the world. This is already happening in some parts of the world, but this is what will come upon the whole world during the seven-year tribulation. Now, in verse 7, when the Lamb opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth living creature say, Come. I looked, and 
there before me was a pale horse. Its rider was named Death, and Hades was following close behind. Now this comes after the black horse. They were given power over a fourth of the earth to kill by sword, famine, and plague, and by the wild beasts of the earth. Well, isn't that what will always ensue when it takes a day's wages just to buy enough for a loaf of bread? They call that a famine, and they call that a plague. And the death that will ensue as well, it's right here. And this is in play in real time as we speak today. Our update titled The Great Setup, which was back on December 6th of 2020, we looked at how the Great Setup will lead to the Great Reset, which is a global transition to a global economy via the World Economic Forum and what Klaus Schwab dubs the Fourth Industrial Revolution, which is the merging of man with machine, artificial intelligence. I hope you don't tire of me saying this, but I'm going to say it again. This whole COVID-19 thing was planned in order to accomplish a controlled demolition of the global economy, because you cannot usher in this new economy, this one world economy, this cashless system, this digital system, until you destroy what's in place currently. And it's being destroyed, as we speak, in real time. More recently, we looked at what's known as the Social Credit Score Financial System in an update I titled, Coming to a Head. Third, last, even if this so-called vaccine, which is not a vaccine, doesn't reduce the world's population initially, the fact remains that people won't be able to buy or sell without it eventually. Now, Revelation 13, everybody knows Revelation 13. I want to read just the two verses 16 and 17, and you'll see why here in a moment. And you can point people to this verse, these two verses, and read it to them. It says, it also forced all people, great and small, rich and poor, free and slave, pretty much covers everyone, to receive a mark on their right hands or on their foreheads, so that verse 17 is key they could not buy or sell unless they had the mark, which is the name of the beast or the number of its name. Again, you'll forgive me, 
for the simplicity with which I say this, but this too is already in play in real time as we speak today. If you don't mind, I'll refer you to two more updates, the January 10th update, Decision Time, and then the second is Decision Time 2. And in both videos we go into great detail about this vaccine becoming, in some form, the mark of the beast. The good news for Christians, born again of the Spirit of God, is that the rapture has to take place prior to all of this being fulfilled. All of this that I've shared with you about Jerusalem, the economic collapse, the one world digital financial system, and certainly the mark of the beast, it all happens during the seven-year tribulation. But see, the rapture takes place before the seven-year tribulation, when all of these things take place in and during the seven-year tribulation. I'll again refer you to previous updates, the first of which is titled, Pre-Tribulation Rapture Proof. We did this back on January 19th of 2020. Wow, it's a long time ago, it seems. Now, it's after the rapture that everything will snap. And when it does, it will bring about the 70th week of Daniel, also known as the time of Jacob's trouble. This is important for this reason. Who's Jacob? Well, students of God's Word know that Jacob had his name changed to Israel. And he had 12 sons that would become the 12 tribes of Israel. Why do I emphasize that? Because this 70th week, this period of seven, this seven year tribulation, it's the time of Israel's trouble, not the church's trouble. We're not in trouble. <laughs> Israel is. Because the purpose of the tribulation is for the salvation of the Jewish nation. By the way, I hope you know, I totally plagiarized that. So don't ascribe that to me. And you're welcome to it as well. That's the purpose of the tribulation. It's that last seven year period of human history as we know it, when Israel will come to a saving knowledge of their true Messiah in the seven-year tribulation, after the church is taken out. Because now <laughs> the bride is out of the picture, and now God focuses all of His attention onto the Jew. God is not through with the Jew. And truth be known, you and I don't want him to be through with the Jew. Do you know why? Because God has a covenant with the Jew. And so too does God have a covenant with me and you too. So if God is through with the Jew, how secure are you? 
He has an everlasting covenant. And spoiler alert, you go into the original language to see what does that word everlasting mean? Everlasting. (laughs) I know that's deeply profound, but it lasts forever and ever and ever. So you can see the seven-year tribulation this way. Put bookends on it. The rapture at the beginning, and the second coming at the end. As one so aptly said it, at the rapture Jesus comes for us. At the second coming Jesus comes with us, His bride by His side. Now, if you're anything like me, and I suspect that you are, it seems that we are truly in, and I'm choosing this phrase for obvious reasons, warp speed, as it were, with how fast everything is moving. I would suggest that the COVID-19 vaccine, so-called, is the shot in the arm, pun intended, as the common denominator to not only bring it all together, but also to speed it all up. Even now, we're beginning to see this come to pass in real time, and it's evidenced by the masks now being a sign of defiance, whereas not long ago they used to be a sign of compliance. I'll take it a step further and suggest that it's also evidenced in how the vaccination verification will soon determine what every human is allowed to do and not do. Whether you're in Africa, India, Israel, or America, and everywhere in between, your life will be predicated upon whether or not you've been vaccinated or are still unvaccinated. Here's the problem. There are a growing number of people all over the world that are refusing to be vaccinated, and for good reason. For the better part of one year now, I have quoted verbatim numerous experts. Now when I say quoted verbatim, I did not insert my own opinion. These are experts, immunologists, these are doctors, these are scientists. I just quoted them verbatim, and they're all saying the same thing. They're all saying and giving these dire warnings about this so-called vaccine. If you had any idea what I'm on the receiving end of when it comes to posts and emails and comments that are sent in, I'm getting ahead of myself. I want to talk about that in a moment. Heartbreaking stories. Thanks for joining us for this special Mideast Prophecy Update edition of In Spirit and Truth. We understand how important it is to know what God's Word says, especially in our world today. All around us, we see violence and despair running seemingly unchecked. We do what we can to alleviate these crises we encounter, 
But all the while, we know evil is waiting right around the corner. The Bible tells us that Jesus will return one day and finally wipe the enemy's influence from the face of the earth forever. This event is closer than we may think, and it's important to know what to expect. The prophecies we read in the Bible can be confusing, but they do provide us with clues as to what we'll see unfolding in our world as we near the return of our King. Each week in the Mideast Prophecy Update, Pastor J.D. takes a look at the current events happening around the globe and holds them up to the lens of God's Word. He shares what God reveals to him with you each week. This information is not meant to scare you, but rather to inspire you to take the gospel message out into the world. Every person needs to have the chance to meet Jesus before he returns and to know what his love and grace can do for them. These Mid-East Prophecy Updates are available to you on our YouTube channel as well or through our mobile app. Visit InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com to find links to both. Thanks for listening today and be sure to join us for the next update right here on In Spirit and Truth.